0: Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged.
1: My name is Jace. And my name is Re. How are you Ah, uh, I'm not too bad. Um, I'm really fucking tired. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been another one of those weeks where it's basically just been work, work, work fun uh Rihanna really knew what she was doing when she wrote that song because that is basically my life now it's just work 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 um so not much to tell it's basically been that and on Tuesday if you follow me on Twitter you'll know that on Tuesday I went out uh <laughs> and I got a bit too drunk uh but it was all good. Uh, I didn't ruin any friendships. I didn't break any bones. I just vomited in my bathroom sink. Yeah. So we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a lot worse.
0: You were texting me and then you were like, so sorry, mm. I'm drunk. And I was like, uh, I couldn't mm. even tell the difference, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think like um, when you're drinking and your filter kind of comes away, I think it's more noticeable to other people, but not to you necessarily, because I no. never have a filter with you anyway. I just text you.
0: There is absolutely whatever. no thought filter between None. the two of us. So when you text me things about celebrities that you would do things to, and um,
1: <laughs> when all I te- these uh... <laughs> <laughs> when I when I text you at ten thirty when I've been drinking since about five thirty, um, <laughs> just just out of nowhere, I'd fuck Macaulay Culkin. Just a thought. Why was it just a thought, Ree? Where did that come from? What are you on about? Well, it is just a thought because it's not
0: going to happen. So it's not
1: going to happen. Sadly, Um, I've had a bit of a crush on him (laughs) for years, actually. That's another one I guess we can add to the Fucked Crushers archive is that I have totally had a boner for like adult Macaulay Culkin. Yeah,
0: Um, I'm glad you clarified. Um.
1: Yeah, (laughs) which which again fits in with my uh, predilection for weird skinny rat boys I think he kind of fits into that especially lately um I'm not exactly (laughs)
0: attracted to him Mm. but I would I would Mm. like for the story it's one of those ones where you're like
1: yeah why not I think that's that's how I felt when we did the the fucked crushes episode that's basically how I felt (laughs) about Willem Dafoe it's like I'm not necessarily attracted to him but It would be a hell of an experience. If the opportunity a arose. Hell of a story. Oh, if the opportunity arose, I could make him arise. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Oh, no. Um, so, how was your week, lovely Jace? I'm sure it was a lot more um, sensible than mine. Yeah,
0: my week was pretty good. Yeah. I spent a hell of a long time making a birthday cake because my eight year old is no longer my eight year old. She is now nine. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she's my youngest one, so Jesus.
1: that's fucked. Yeah, I. Oh my god! So I, I had only just turned twenty. I'd only just turned twenty when she was born. Jesus Christ, that's fucking crazy. I
0: made her cake, and it took me two days because I decided to use fondant for the first time. Oh, fuck and I'm not a baker.
1: Oh, I make I two have... cakes oh, a year, fuck. two weeks apart. I have watched enough um, Great British Baking Show um, to know that fondant is an asshole. Is fucked. I'm. I'm so. I'm so fucking sorry. And I've. I've never had it myself. But doesn't it like not really taste great either? It's just kind of like. I like mildly.
0: Yeah. Um. There's. I think it's come a long way. I remember our. Oh, okay. uh, At my year six graduation, the cake was covered in fondant and it tasted absolutely disgusting. Um, But no, it tastes pretty good. I didn't cover the whole cake in fondant, I just used it to make um, logo and letters. But I. Yes, you did. Only make two cakes a year, two weeks apart. So I don't have any cake making stuff apart from a pan and um, Mm. a bowl and a spoon. That's pretty much the extent of my baking wear. <laughs> and you're baking a <laughs> <laughs> Yes. When I got the fondant, I didn't realize, well, I should have realized, I know that you do, but it it didn't click to me that you have to roll the fondant out.
1: Oh, so oh, I jace. didn't have a rolling
0: pin. Oh no. So I used the cardboard roll from inside the baking paper and use that as a rolling pin but I also don't have icing sugar so I couldn't dust it to make it not sticky when it heated up Uh, so I put it on (laughs) I put it on one half of the bake of baking paper and folded it over and just rolled it out that way and it worked pretty well but I also don't have fondant uh letter cutters so I hand cut Every single letter on that you cake. You hand cut that? Hand cut.
1: Jesus. With a little paring knife. <laughs> and there were a lot of letters. Oh my god, we're definitely putting that on the Instagram. If you haven't seen <laughs> this cake that Jace made, it was fucking incredible. Like especially for oh, someone thanks. who's like working with limited tools just out of their home. Mm. Um, I'm sure that Elsa was thrilled because it looked. She it looked very. Loved cool. it. It looked Her
0: very face. cool. Was yes, thank you. I'm kind of like the MacGyver, I guess, of baking because I just (laughs) made a rolling pin out of a baking paper and like really had to had to use what I had on hand. But yeah, I also don't have enough money to go out and buy all the baking things, especially if I'm Mm. only using them twice a year.
1: Yes, precisely. There's no point. No, we adapt,
0: we overcome, exactly. (laughs) But it was hard on my body as well because as uh, you know, Ree, I am, I suffer from chronic pain and I have yes. suffered for an extremely long time. Yeah. It was so hard because even sitting down, I did it all sitting down pretty much. Yeah. Even just sitting in a position for too long hurts. So I did yeah. the letters the day before the birthday, the fondant letters and put them in the fridge and then I baked the cake while Elsa was at school and I was just absolutely spent after that. I was in, a, in so much pain. So even though I've gone back on my meds, on my pain meds, after the surgery, I took myself off them mm-hmm. and I stopped using my walking stick as often as I did. I was using it yeah. for everything and, and then I kind of put yeah. it away and didn't, didn't use it. But I think that was more, it was less that, I didn't need it and more that I was being stubborn because I didn't want to be reliant on those things anymore. I was on yeah, of course. 300 milligrams of Lyrica, which is a um, anti-convulsion medication and it's wow. really good for nerve pain.
1: Yeah. I was on 300 yeah. milligrams
0: of that, which is a lot. Yeah, that and- is a lot. I just couldn't, I didn't want to be on it. No, I did not want to be on it anymore. So I took myself off it after the surgery, stopped using my uh, mobility aids and it's just been all downhill. I need them. And so I've started back on the Lyrica, started using my walking stick again. Just, I think I have a lot of trouble with, identifying as disabled and it's not because I think disabled people are something that I don't want to be um associated with it's more that I don't feel like I have the right to
1: associate or to call myself oh disabled. I totally get that I totally understand that feeling because um, yeah I also have various mental and physical um things mm-hmm. well we'll get into mine at another point um <laughs> mine, are, mine are a bit different to yours, although still very much related to mobility. Yes, uh, it's it's fun. Um, I did uh, this actually just reminds me of um, the the infamous piss roof trip when we were in Melbourne together. Mm. Um, just the big group of us mm-hmm. walking to where we were getting dinner, and the two of us yeah. it was the two of us lagging <laughs> behind because <laughs> your back your back was hurting and my my legs were hurting. So my my yep. issues are almost. basically from the waist down um, I have issues and just remembering that and me and you just being the (laughs) the stragglers being the stragglers at the back of the group
0: because we couldn't walk as fast no we couldn't listen our entire group is various uh levels and shades of gay
1: yeah so 50 shades of gay 50 shades of gay yeah but I don't think there's a single straight one in a lot of us no there's not no no. all
0: of us walk fast by mm. um, it's like ingrained in us to just go fast. yeah, to move fast. I love to walk fast when I can. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I can, there's the qualifier there. It's, yeah, it's like that saying inside of everyone is two wolves. <laughs> One wolf likes to walk really fast, the other wolf has mobility problems and
1: cannot ah! so... <laughs> you know what? that's entirely true. those those are those are our two wolves inside of us. They're our wolves. <laughs> There are, there are wolves. I, I think I've got more than two wolves personally. Oh, um, mate. I think, I think there's a lot of wolves. I think people with, <laughs> um, with BPD and,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, various other personality disorders have, have uh, a whole wolf pack inside of yep. them. Basically. Yeah. But Basically. it was funny. Us just straggling, like looking, I would look at you, I would look ahead at the group mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm. they would be
0: crossing the road in front of us. Yep. And I would look at them like longingly, and then turn to you and see that you were looking at them in the exact same way. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. But you know, and I'm I'm doing okay now. Um, mm. I'm not on anything at the moment. Uh, just need to make sure that I'm doing my stretches, yeah. which I forget to do pretty much every day. <laughs> um, it's hard to remember. It is very hard to remember.
0: I remember when I was doing physio for my back and hip problems mm. and the physio every week would give me a sheet and say, do these exercises every morning, <laughs> blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And I'd go back the next week and he'd be like, did you do your exercises? And I would nope. just be like, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> And I literally would forget as soon as I mm. left or as soon as I put the sheets down somewhere, poof, Yeah, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, and then I'd much. go back and I would not remember until he literally said, did you do your exercises? Oh yeah, I was supposed to
1: do those. Yeah, those things that I'm Oops. supposed to do to improve this health condition that I have that is making my life <laughs> hell. But I can't remember also to do the them health because of the other health condition that's making my life hell makes me forget. Yeah. And
0: also the uh, brain fog. Yes, heavy the pain brain fog. also affects your ability, your cognitive ability. Mm. You can't remember things. You can't, yeah. Sort of put your thoughts into a line when you're in so much pain. Yeah, I'll answer questions when I'm in pain and not even register yeah. what people are asking, yeah. and then someone will be like. Yeah, yeah, I told you that,
1: remember? And I'm like, oh, Mm-mm. shit, is that? Yeah. It does, co- it comes with a lot of like memory issues and a lot of cognitive issues. Like, it, it affects everything. Yeah. Uh, how are you finding being back on the pain meds? How is that going? It's going okay. Um,
0: mm. I told myself that I didn't need them, but I, I definitely yeah. need them. I'd be like, look how great I'm doing. I don't need these meds anymore. But meanwhile, I'll sit down for 30 minutes at a cafe and then two days later I can't get out of bed but it's I always get because I'm on Lyrica last time I had this as well I get the most weird uh fucked dreams
1: on the pain meds Ooh, okay that could be fun (laughs) well not fun but (laughs) I kind of like I
0: like dreaming I really do like dreaming just I mean I think same I think it comes with our particular mental uh, – maybe the maybe it's the traumas, because I know – Might be the traumas. Personally, I like to disappear into fantasy lands in my waking hours and do a oh, lot yeah. of maladaptive oh, yeah.
1: daydreaming. So I think – Oh, yes. I cannot tell you – oh, maladaptive daydreaming is insane. I do it a lot. I cannot tell you how many um, times I've given, like, interviews while I've been in the shower uh-huh. – um Uh or just just not doing anything but I'm giving an interview as if like um like I'm telling my life story on Ellen or some shit yeah Uh, that that's that's my recurring one not Ellen specifically (laughs) but that's like the closest analog I can think of to the no it's um it's the
0: Ellen show Mm. um but with a different Ellen we'll think of a different Ellen to replace
1: it's the Ellen Show um, from Auntie Donna's big old house of fun, uh, <laughs> where it's where it's Broden Kelly in a wig. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. of. Look, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, constantly. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about Broden Kelly a lot of the time. Anyway, um, I have I have the big old horns for him uh very hot it's a, man it's like that um. episode
0: of um there's this e- the episode of flight of the concords where jermaine mm. joins a uh, simon and garfunkel cover band and then he this chick yep. gets his number and he turns up for the date and she's like oh that's what you look like um kia put this wig on put this coat on and she she dresses him yep. up as <laughs> that's what it's like for you
1: oh can you put this, yeah, put yeah. this wig on <laughs> can you put this wig on and now can you interview me um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a lot of maladaptive daydreaming about like it was it was always for me personally it was mm. always shit about being famous always oh yeah I was a, I was a performing arts kid and I was convinced I was going to be a rock star um <laughs> didn't happen obviously uh But yeah, so it's nice when you can kind of go into those fantasy worlds in your sleep time because it's a bit more, it feels a bit more tangible. Yeah, it feels way more organic,
0: like you're not forcing it. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's, and sometimes unpredictable, which is fun, like... Again, because you're not planning it. I always love those dreams where
0: one thing's happening and then all of a sudden they change, something changes into something else. Yes. (laughs) And a lot of people who get those dreams are like, oh my God, it's so weird. This person was this person and now they're this person. But I kind of feel like that's how I feel about a lot of things Mm. in my waking hours. It's like, I think something's happening and it's this thing, but then all of a sudden it's this thing to other people. So I was wrong Ah. about what it was and it's changed. That's actually so true. Holy
1: shit. Wow. (laughs) what dreams feel
0: comfortable <laughs> for me yes. when they're weird.
1: Yes. I, but
0: I, I, I have some really, the weirdest dreams to me are the mundane ones where mm-hmm. you can't tell if they're a dream or not. Oh my God. I had a dream the other night yep. that I said, I feel like lasagna. And then Michael said to me, me too, but we have to eat the linguine we have in the fringe, <laughs> fridge first. And then I didn't realize it was a dream until that afternoon. I was like, referenced it and he was like what are you talking about and I said what uh, what oh my god <laughs> that's like, oh why god. am I dreaming about that <laughs> I mean I would love a plate of lasagna but it's so close to reality we yeah. did have linguine in the fridge oh shit you did oh my god yeah Fuck. so it's it was so close to what <laughs> and last night I had a dream that I slept
1: until 7 30 tonight Oh, I have had... And no one woke me up. Fuck. I've had... That's actually... That's a huge theme in my dreams um, is sleeping in and being late for work or school mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That one happens a lot. Um, yeah. Actually, that, that makes me think of something. I have dreams about being back at school all the time. And the... <gasps> me too. The specific high school that you and I attended together. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, except, except I am, I am me now, like I am a 29-year-old person. Yeah, yeah, I'm Billy Madison in it. Um, and I, <laughs> and and it's always like for some reason I have to go back to school. And Whoa. I feel like that might be some very, very buried, extremely deep guilt about the fact that I dropped out after year 10. Wow. So I didn't I didn't technically finish school. I finished school at the time. In fact, I'm pretty sure that the year I was in year 10 was the last year that you could drop out at year 10 and then after that they made it Um, mandatory to either stay to year 12 or if you wanted to drop out after year 10 you had to go into an apprenticeship or really i don't even know they changed that they changed it yeah i i'm pretty sure i was in the last year that you could drop out after doing your school certificate so i did my school certificate i barely scraped by Mm -hmm. and i got the fuck out of there i got but it was what i needed at the time yeah but i feel like there is part of me that's like oh but you could do it now yeah i could maybe do (laughs) high school now but I'm 29. <laughs> like I should be doing uni. I sh- like, like timeline wise, <laughs> it would be weird if I was doing year 12. I feel like if I went back to high school now, mm. I don't
0: think I would be able to do it mm. because I think I could pass everything except for maths. I really don't think that I would be put like, <sighs> God. Yeah. I finished, I, I dropped Maths. In year ten, yep. I didn't do maths in year eleven yep. or twelve. Lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no uh, way. Yeah. I I remember getting a, f- I remember getting a fifty-seven percent on a maths exam and being absolutely over the moon. Yeah, I would have been as well. That's how bad I shut down with maths.
1: Yeah, like my maths school certificate, I think I barely scraped by. I got like probably like a fifty-one yeah. percent, and I was like, yes, cool. I found my uh, school certificate and HSC. Forms,
0: um the things, you know, the graphs where they put you where you are for, they put the dot oh, where you are God. and compose to everyone else. That's terrifying. My maths ones. Fuck. <laughs> my maths ones, I was all the way down one end, the mm-hmm. not good end. Mm-hmm. And then my English ones, I was like, boom, straight up the other end. So I was very in yeah, like the 90 in English.
1: something percentile. Yeah, exactly. I, had, I was had like 90 Exact 90%. same thing. Exact same fucking thing. Exact same thing. I think we should have known earlier that we were neurodivergent and gay. Yep
0: um (laughs) we're both incredibly smart i think yes but i feel really unintelligent a lot of the time just because of how i can't get my thoughts out and i can't do maths and i get overwhelmed so i'm like maybe i am just really fucking not
1: smart Mm. i feel i feel that as well yeah that's something i definitely feel about myself and i feel i feel like a lot of people feel that about themselves
0: I think that has the dreams that you have does have a lot to do with that kind of high school guilt. I also I have does, dreams yeah. about our high school. Anytime I'm at school, I am at our old high school. Yeah, and it's always our old
1: high school, which I remember so well yeah, for some reason. me too. Oh, it's crazy. I could draw a fucking map of the place. In my dream, mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how old I am. Um, mm-hmm. It never really comes up, but... I have a recurring dream where I've lost my timetable, so I don't know what we have and or when Jace, or where. Constantly.
1: Jace. 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 Yes. That is the most common one that I have when oh I'm having God. the school dream.
0: I just remember when I have it, this mm. panic of yes. I don't know where I'm supposed to be and yeah. I don't know what time I'm supposed to be there and I'll ask – my friends and be mm-hmm. like, hey, do you have your timetable? Hey, do you have your timetable? What are we doing? Where are we going next? Yep, yep, what yep, class yep, we have next? Yep. And either they don't have it, they don't know, or I'm not in their class for whatever they're having next, so I can't. I'd never know where I'm
1: going. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. It makes me panic. Yeah. yeah. Those are some. They're some. They're really stressful. Fucking dreams. They are so stressful. And yeah, the fact that yeah we both have that dream like over and over <laughs> that's that's scary that's yeah scary. it's that makes me
0: think maybe it is common that possibly. timetable
1: one possibly i
0: would like to hear from other people if yes. you guys if you want to
1: we would love tell us. to have some dream talk i think there's going to be more maybe dream we talk. can
0: have maybe <laughs> we can have people send in their fucked dreams and we can do yes. fucked crushes and fucked dreams
1: I look. I love doing fucked anything, so yeah. that's great. Uh. And maybe we can analyze people's dreams. Well, speaking of analyzing dreams, have you have you made any notes about these fucked dreams? Because guess what, I've done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I generally write down a lot of my um, my dreams if they're really fucking weird. Like I had one a while ago mm. where. I was in a waiting room or something and Chris Evans gave me a chocolate bar and it had a parrot on it. And he was like, oh, you got the parrot. That's the best flavor or some shit like that. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Parrot
1: flavor. Delicious. But I have
0: some, I have one actually that I just remembered. Okay. Speaking of high school dreams, I have this recurring weird fucking dream (laughs) where, you know, where the art rooms were in school upstairs. Yes. Yes, I have this weird recurring dream where I get to the top of the stairs and then I realize Daniel Radcliffe is following me <gasps> and he's like, do you want my autograph? And I am I turn around and I'm like, I already told you I don't want your autograph. And so I'm running down the hall to the other end of the stairs to try and get out the back door while Daniel Radcliffe is chasing me, holding a piece of paper with his autograph on it. But his autograph is made out of pasta. So he stuck pasta to the paper. So he's boiled, boiled spaghetti and took a strand of spaghetti and, and oh my God. it into his autograph and also made a, a self-portrait out of different kinds of pasta and stuck it on. And he was chasing me and I'm like, I told you I don't want it.
1: And he's like, just take my autograph. I'm currently, I was, for for so much of that, I was like breathing through and laughing into the sleeve of my hoodie because otherwise I probably would have, Um, I probably would have screamed to the point of the audio just cutting out. Uh. Daniel, why? I don't understand and why. No, but you know what makes this especially funny to me is because, do you remember who my first... Like human non-cartoon character crush yes. ever was. Of course it I do. It was Daniel Fucking Radcliffe. Of course I remember. I
0: made you watch that episode of Extras that he was in. You did. You did. You. Oh
1: my god. Where, you were where so he good. flicked you, the you, you, condom you onto. Send, me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You would make me watch things he was in, and you would like send me Daniel Radcliffe content, and I I love that. Yep. So, I mean, again, maybe that is subconsciously you having some some guilt. Over not hooking me up with Daniel Radcliffe. I think that's I feel like a lot of these dreams are gonna be about guilt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's yeah, I didn't I didn't hook you up with the Rads and he nah. he was trying to tell me that you wanted that autograph and I was there going, want, I'm not interested. But <laughs> I, I should have taken Radcliffe's it. For spaghetti. you.
1: Spaghetti. I want it. <laughs> I, don't I, want I don't think oh. you're ready for his scardy. I don't think you're ready for his
0: scaredy. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: No, that was beautiful. Um <laughs> I hated it, but it was beautiful. <laughs> That's what I aim for. But fuck, I love I love a good recurring dream. Yeah. A good recurring dream is. So do you want to hear about the most fucked recurring dream that I had as yes. a child? I don't Absolutely. I think I mentioned this briefly earlier in the week. I don't know how I have managed to remember this one particular dream because I'm pretty sure the first time I had it, I was something like seven years old. I'm 29 now, for reference. That's a very long time to remember a dream. Yeah, tell um, me. So, I was in my friend's backyard, and I went to like a private Christian school for the first few years of my mm-hmm. schooling. Um, so, a lot of my friends were not like rich, but mm. they were the kind of doing okay where they had they weren't really big living houses. paycheck to paycheck. They weren't living paycheck to paycheck like the old Mansells were. It's my um, dream to not live paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> fucking mood. Uh, so I was in the backyard of their house. Mm-hmm. And it was like daytime. But the kind of daytime where you can still see the moon a little bit. Okay, yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking yep. about, right? Like that exact shade of blue that the sky is where you mm-hmm. can still see the moon a bit. Beautiful. I love that most of the time. Not this time. Um, for some reason... I I'm a little kid in this dream, and I'm making faces at the moon. I'm just like oh me, 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 at the moon. I'm scared. And the moon. No. And the moon no. turns around. No. The moon turns no. around and it has a fucking face. No. It has a fucking face. Think. No. Think Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, but more realistic. I don't want to. And that. <laughs> that was what was in my dream. No. Okay. No. It turns around and oh looks God. at me, and it is mad oh (laughs) because i'm down here i'm this little bitch on earth just making fun of it like you're the the moon i don't know why i was making fun of the moon but anyway i was a child i was being stupid i was pulling stupid faces turns around looks at me and it just like scowls at me it's really mad and i'm like oh shit something's wrong so i start to walk back towards the house (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I start to walk back towards the house Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden this man appears. Oh God. Is it the moon? Now this. No, no, no. But it's like, I I feel like the moon sent him. I just have the vibe that the moon sent this guy. And. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so fucked. I can't believe I remember this. Tell me. Um, so this man is like really hairy and like, Dirty. Hot. And like he's missing teeth and he's got a beard. See, that's hot to me. And he's literally, he looks, he literally looks like he's dressed in like if you got a furry Ikea rug and like cut a head hole in it and then tied a belt. Like he's dressed like, he's dressed like someone in a really cheap approximation of like a caveman costume Mm -hmm. going to a party. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's barefoot. Okay. That's where you lose Um, me. Yeah, he's barefoot and his feet are really dirty and hairy and big and disgusting. <laughs> he's got like big old fucking hobbit feet. And he has a knife. Oh. He has a knife. Okay. And he's just – he's looking at me with this like fucking grin on his face and the eyes wide and I'm terrified. I'm pissing my pants. Um, And he gets this knife mm. and he gestures towards my ankles <gasps> and then he gestures towards his – and then he gestures towards his ankles. Uh-huh. He doesn't say a word, but in the dream, I understand what is about to happen. Oh, God. This, this is so fucked up. <laughs> Why the fuck oh did Baby rethink this? I just understood that what he meant was, we're swapping feet. Oh! <laughs> oh For some God. reason, me pissing off the moon. <laughs> has sent this big hairy man after me and we're swapping feet and I'll have to have big hairy man feet on my tiny, like seven-year-old (laughs) re-body. I had that dream several times. To this day, I don't know what the fuck it means. Okay. What does it mean? Help me. Well, it was terrifying. Why did he want my feet? Did you have any Bratz dolls growing up or did you want Bratz no. dolls? No, I didn't. No, I was a Barbie. I was, Um, I know this isn't cool because um, <laughs> everyone loves Bratz dolls now, but I was I was 100% a Barbie girl.
0: So was I, but I, I we was, didn't have yeah. money. So all my toys were hand-me-downs, but
1: they all oh, yeah. got hand-me-down yeah. Barbies. But did you want yeah, Bratz Yeah, I got very dolls? cheap. No, hmm. wasn't into them. Maybe because, yeah, I liked that Barbies were slightly more realistic looking now that I, you know, now that I know better, I know that Barbies weren't realistic looking, (laughs) but because I was a kid that very much thrived on like making up little stories and shit with my Barbies, I wanted them to look as close to real people as possible. So Mm. I didn't really like Bratz dolls. I liked Barbies.
0: Maybe the moon, as we Mm. all know, the moon is a lesbian. (laughs) Maybe the moon was a Bratz doll fan and not a Barbie fan. And then when you and and the moon knew that you didn't like Bratz dolls. (laughs) So when you were making faces at the moon, the moon went, you fucking little cunt. And went, I'm going to send my man down there and turn you into a human Bratz doll. So you must live forever as something that you hate. That's my definition. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) Wow. I know. Who would have thought that I had this skill of knowing exactly what dreams mean? <laughs> Jace, do you want to interpret some more dreams? Because I would love to. I wrote down. I wrote down some more dreams. Do you want to go tit for tat, <laughs> and you interpret one of mine, and yes. then I do one of yours? Okay. Ah, oh, let's
0: go, baby. Back and forth. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> I have this recurring dream. I've had this one since I was a kid as well. Probably around the same age as you were when you had that brat doll dream. Mm -hmm. my I think I kind of know what this one means but I would love to hear your interpretation okay okay I'm down I am stuck in a spider's web and I have the body of a fly but I have my head and I'm all wrapped up in um spider web Mm -hmm. and then the spider's coming towards me and it's my auntie uh Gabby's sister my auntie coming towards me but it's a spider with her Mm. head And she's saying, I'm coming to get you, I'm coming to get you. And I have this panic of not being able to get out of the web and I'm a fly and I'm trapped and I can't save myself. And she never gets to me, but she gets close and then I wake up like in
1: a panic. Okay, I'm going to give you a serious interpretation and a not so serious interpretation. Which would you like first? Okay. Let's go serious first because it's hard to
0: come back from silly from serious, yeah, but you can okay. go into silly from being serious.
1: Okay. Um, I think that's a representation of the fear that you had that other members of your family would turn out to be as abusive towards you that your mother was.
0: Wow. You
1: felt stuck and you felt like something bad was per- perpetually coming that never came, but you didn't feel like you could do anything about it. You didn't feel like you could escape it. Um, And you didn't really understand it. Mm. And the fact that it was your mother's sister and not your mother herself, who we know was the perpetuator Mm -hmm. of the abuse. I think that means a lot. Wow. Now, do you want to hear my stupid take? Yes, please. (laughs) Um, Horny for Jeff Goldblum as the fly.
0: Yep. Tracks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to hear any more.
1: Yes, I know, he's, I know he's
0: bad. I know he's Probo now, but there's no denying when
1: someone's mm. good looking. Yes. <sighs> yes. So there might also be some feelings of guilt about being horny for Jeff Goldblum there. Yeah. That plays I can't get away from it. You can't get away. I know You're that trapped. he's a predator. You're trapped in the spider's web of being attracted to a shitty man. And look, <laughs> aren't we all? Haven't we all been attracted? Haven't we all been attracted to a shitty man at some point? Uh, haven't we all been uh, covered in a man's web and not being able to escape? Especially me. Oh boy, <laughs> um, I've got another one for you. Are you ready? Go. You, Are you, ready? One. Are you ready?
0: I've never been more ready in my life.
1: On Monday night, on Monday night, I had like three or four dreams that like just run on into each other. It was brilliant. So I'll just tell you about oh, a I segment love that. at a time. Oh, yeah, a bunch of things are happening. The first segment of the dream that I remember is that, and this will not surprise anyone, it was about Matthew Gray-Goobler. Oh, uh, here we go. Who is the love of my life? Um, and I had a dream that he and I were dating, and we were sitting uh-huh. in his car making out. And it was, oh, that was great. A oh, great dream. Would love to go back to that. Just take me back. <laughs> um, but my mum was there. My mum was sitting in the okay. back of the car. Uh, and Matthew kept being like, we should, Do we want to go into the house? And, uh, you know, uh... I'm like, Oh, but we have to drive my mum to the place. I can't even remember what place. I don't know why we were driving my mum mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, but then we wouldn't stop driving, we would just start making out again. <laughs> Oh. And Wendy's just Wendy's just sitting on her phone, and she's like, "I'm happy for you. You seem really happy." I'm like, "Thanks, mum." I just go back to making out with Matthew Gray Gubler. Um, so okay. that was that was cool. Uh, what do you think that means, Jace? <laughs> I think it means exactly
0: what. I mean, I don't think you can interpret it any other way, <laughs> other than you're horny for Matthew Gray Gubler, and your mother oh. supports you in all of your endeavors.
1: You know what? That's, that's very, that's very true. Wendy is very supportive and I'm very horny for Matthew Greg Gubler. Like he, exactly. I, he, he was the first man that I ever mentioned on this podcast. I think. Yeah. Um, that's episode not one gonna, straight episode into one. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. He is the love of my life. Um, I know he's 41. I do not care. Um, We know <clears> you're listening. <throat> Matthew Greg. We know you're listening. Matthew. <laughs> I can't even do the job. Answer his okay. calls, please. They've been calling. I can't even just pick do, up the phone. I can't even do the "we know you're listening" bit because <laughs> I just, you get giggly. I get giggly. <laughs> That's disgusting. Jesus That's hilarious. Christ! All right, moving on. Um, do you have any more bits and bobs for me to interpret? I'm feeling very insightful. I'm feeling very, you know, very logged in to the the dream matrix. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll try and remember the dream that I had the other night because that had you in it.
1: Oh, my God, what? Oh, I love when I'm in people's dreams. That is the best. (laughs) Anytime a friend or someone has a dream in which I'm involved and they message me about it, I'm thrilled. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm especially thrilled if it's an ex or if it's someone that I want to fuck because I'm just like, ha, ha, (laughs) yes. I'm in your brain. (laughs) I'm in your brain. It's pretty great. Um, but, yes, if you can't remember that one, go on. What What have you got for me? Oh, I dropped my notebook. Fuck. Go on. <laughs> I
0: had a dream that you and I, we were adults. Like, we are, we are our age, but we were also in school. Oh, my God. And we were going off to a school
1: camp. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we
0: arrive at the camp, and one of our classmates was beep test boy, but... Ah! he was actually Lucas Till (laughs) and Lucas Till and beep test boy are almost the exact like spitting image down to body type athletic and thin tall both blonde with pretty hair and they have the same face like it's actually quite freaky how similar they look but he was that's terrifying he was beep test boy so beep test boy didn't look like himself. He looked like Lucas Till.
1: He looked like Lucas Till, but he was beep test boy.
0: Yes. So we're all going off to camp together and you and I were put in separate cabins and we were
1: pissed. No,
0: We were pissed. No, you got to put us together. It was after lights out time and I decided to sneak over to your cabin at the same time you decided to sneak over to mine. And so we met in the middle and then we were just talking. We were like, it's bullshit. They put us in separate cabins. It's not fair. We requested, blah, blah, blah. And then the amphitheater was on fire suddenly. And so we ran over to see what was going on. Yeah. And then Beat Test Boy slash Lucas Till turned around and he was like, I know what it looks like. It wasn't me. I didn't set this on fire. And where they're going, well, get a teacher, get a teacher. And he goes, all the teachers are dead. <laughs> They're all dead. Oh my god. And we were looking at each other like, did this motherfucker kill the teachers? But he insisted that he didn't do it. And so he's trying to put the fire out with little buckets of water. And you're like, don't use a little bucket, use the hose. The hose is right here. And then you try that, but the hose is only trickling like it's got a kink in it. And then there were murderers. (laughs) Yeah. Murderers! Then there were murderers. (laughs) And so it was you and me and beep test boy running away from these murderers. I don't know where the rest of the camp was. Maybe they were all dead too. I'm not sure. But I remember running down a massive hill and you and I are holding hands and Beep Test Boy is falling behind and <laughs> he's like, wait for me, wait for me. And then you and I are looking at each other like we don't trust him. He's, <laughs> he's definitely in on it. He's got to be with these murderers. Yep. And we find a place to hide and Beep Test Boy's like, where are you? I can't find anywhere to hide. And I want to be like, we're here. But you're like, shh, we don't have any more room in this hiding spot. <laughs> so <laughs> he gets got by the murderers. And we're safe for a little bit. And then I woke up and I don't know what happened after that.
1: Holy shit. Um, I don't, fuck. Um, I'm trying to think (laughs) of how to interpret that. Okay. So I'm going to be fully honest. I was, I, I don't know how to interpret that because I did, I was listening, but I was also Googling pictures of Lucas Till. That'll take
0: you away because he's your type.
1: Oh, that is amazing. He's a hundred percent type. Hi, wow. (laughs) Um Woo! Hello! Like, just just like the picture on his Wikipedia, where he's got like the really- No one's Wikipedia pictures is nice. Oh, but his is good. Like, damn, that's a jawline I want to sit on. Uh, anyway. Unfortunately, I think I am a
0: little bit attracted to lucas till which is weird because he's not my type but i think it's because he looks like beep test
1: boy anyway go that's okay we'll have a threesome um so (laughs) (laughs) um fuck well so i know that another thing about dreams and like the things that pop up in dreams um Mm -hmm. quite often it's your brain just kind of sorting through the junk so Mm. If you have talked about or thought about a particular thing a lot, <laughs> it'll pop up in your dreams. So okay. basically what I think this was mm-hmm. is this was your brain cramming a bunch of things from the podcast together in a dream. So mm-hmm. we have me, we have you, yep. we have beep desk boy, and we have fire and murderers. What did we talk about <laughs> recently? Oh, <gasps> Wow, you're actually yep. really good at this. I am. I'm very smart. Uh- <laughs> wow. I'm very smart. I balance it out by being um a big bimbo, but <laughs> Wow. <laughs>
0: um, and but yeah, and just Lucas Till because
1: Lucas Till I was because you've been texting you about- me pictures of him lately
0: because I know that he's your type. Yeah.
1: And, and also you. because
0: I'm like, look, he looks like beep test boy.
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh yeah. No, I love that. Um, but yeah, like I, from what I, cause I've done a little bit of reading on it because I, sometimes I get really freaked out by the content in my dreams and I'm like, what does this mean? It's got oh, yeah. to mean something. And like, yeah, sometimes they can mean something. If you're finding something is popping up a lot in your dreams, it's probably got to do with some insecurities or some recurring thoughts or guilt or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like I get a lot of dreams where you can probably dig into them and be like, "Yeah, I'm guilty about school. I feel guilty about relationships with people. I have a lot of dreams about my exes. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit like that. But sometimes I have a lot it is those li- dreams. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it is literally your brain just sorting through junk. Mm. Um, and it's your brain just having a little bit of a play around with thoughts and locations and concepts that were already in there to begin with. So what um, you're saying. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> yep. Have a little death. Yeah.
0: Isn't that what they call orgasms in French? Have some orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> So, what you're saying is dreams mm. are targeted advertising for our brains. Yes.
1: Yes, essentially. Interesting. Yes. Yes.
0: Well, I'd like to turn off uh, targeted advertising, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send my information to Google.
1: Okay. Um, I've got a couple more here if we want to yes, talk go. about them. So... uh, One of my dreams that led into that got like kind of led into from the first bit on Monday night. Mm -hmm. um, I was on like this tiny plane and we were flying to the Northern Territory. Now, I already know what Mm -hmm. that means. That's currently where my mother is. So I'm thinking about my mum. I miss my mum. We know that. I never shut up about my mum. That's. you want to talk about recurring things it's me not shutting up about my mom she's very cool <laughs> um I also don't shut up about my mom but for, a <laughs> for the opposite, opposite reason <laughs> um so uh I'm on this tiny plane to the northern territory but there's a bunch of other people on it it's like it's big enough to have like a decent amount of passengers but it's not like a full-size plane you know what I mean yeah. I don't know if planes like this actually exist but in my brain they do um, and what happened was there was a bunch of my family on the plane, but they were my family in the dream. These people don't exist in real life. Ooh. You know how when you're in a dream and you just know things, like things just seem totally normal to you, you can be in a dream and what it was for me is there was a woman there and I'm like, yep, that's my auntie. I don't have this auntie in real life, but in the dream logic, that was my auntie. And what happened is me and her really wanted a her, <laughs> So we got... <laughs> We got the pilot to pull the plane over so we could have a smoker. <laughs> so we could have a smoker. Oh, smoke-o. my God. Now, the next part of the dream, uh, time skipped forward a bunch. Yeah. And I was in my bed in my home here in New South Wales where I mm-hmm. live. Uh, and I was looking at my phone, looking at Twitter. And this is one of those things where it didn't necessarily feel like a dream. And all of my friends were talking shit about me on Twitter for making this plane pull over. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Like they were saying shit like, oh, don't let Re be Re. And, oh, fucking Re's done it again. And I'm like, Whoa, what? Oh my God. Wow. I woke up not long after that for a brief period of time and I was terrified. I went on my phone, I opened up Twitter for real, and I had to check that my friends weren't openly talking shit about me online and i actually disabled notifications for twitter for a couple of hours after that because i was like no i need to stay off twitter oh god everyone's talking shit about me everyone hates me everyone's mad at me and like i think there were other bits and pieces that i didn't quite remember like there were other reasons that people were talking shit about me but yeah uh that was i hate that terrifying so i think yeah, so I feel like I know how you're going to interpret this. Uh, I'm insecure and I should probably not be on social media so much, but I'd like to hear it in your voice, whatever you have to say. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The
0: family not being your family mm. is about chosen family. It's about... Oh, I like that. How... You don't have to put up with what you're given and people will say that you can't choose your family but you in your heart know that you can and you have chosen your family and they're people that aren't related to you. So yeah. that's where that comes from.
1: Oh my God. Pulling over to have yeah. a
0: cigarette means that you need to focus on self-care at the moment. You need to go inside yourself and think about what your needs are and then put steps into motion to get those needs met by either yourself or by the people around you, oh that's what God. the pilot pulling over to give you your cigarette break means. Is you oh need God. to assert yourself, and the Twitter thing is um, because Twitter is a cesspool, and
1: life imitates art. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my God. Okay. So the first podcast that we ever recorded, we did have a video feed up. Yes. But we've done every single one since then without the video because, um you know, it makes things go slower yeah uh, if we can also see each other over video. However, I wish Jace could have seen my face for that whole <laughs> thing. My jaw basically unhinged itself because holy shit. <laughs> it wasn't if funny, that but is not. If that isn't fucking accurate. Oh my god. You know what? I was just thinking about this recently. Um, the fact that I don't I've I, I actually am estranged from a lot of my family. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I don't talk about often. Um I like it's not because I don't like them. Um it's something that I've done mm-hmm. myself. I have purposefully estranged myself from a lot of my family. Uh just because that's what's comfortable for me. Um like the kind of person that I am I don't particularly feel supported or approved of by the majority of my family. I don't think they're bad people. You know, it's that whole thing with a lot of like boomers. It's like, look, they're kind of they're too old to change their ways. Like you're not necessarily going to be able to change their mind. Yeah. about a lot of things. So me being me being queer, me being, you know, falling under the transgender umbrella, even just the fact that I wear a lot of black and have tattoos and (laughs) wear big boots everywhere and don't dress super girly all the time. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like I've always felt a little bit, um, pushed out of the rest of my family. If you look at a a picture, Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I think I have a good picture, but I don't know if I necessarily want to put pictures of my family member on the Instagram. Um, There is a picture of like a couple Christmases ago of me, my mum, my auntie and my nan. Mm -hmm. And I stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) These are all very, very petite women that are blonde, very petite, blonde women. Um, And on my mother's side of the family, um, I have two male cousins and they both married petite, blonde women. Mm -hmm. So anytime that side of my family gets together, it's all petite blonde women. And then there's me and I'm five foot nine. I'm a (laughs) hundred kilos and I have like bright purple hair. So um, even just appearance wise, I do feel kind of um, left out of my family. Mm. But then you look at my chosen family, you look at my mates, you look at the people that um, I trust and I rely on the most and it's people like you and it's people like, you know, all of my other friends on, like, Twitter and around, you know, around my neighbourhood and we're all a bunch of big, big queers. Like, (laughs) we're all a bunch of big queers with tattoos and, like, leftist politics and, like, weird Mm humour and, like, I I need that. I I need that because I don't get that from my family. So I definitely... Do feel more at home with like chosen family things? And holy shit, you have read me to filth. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, get a job oh my reading God. people's dreams. Possibly. Possibly. That's like, I'm I'm <laughs> honestly flabbergasted. <laughs> holy shit. That was a lot.
0: <laughs> Woo! I was going to go for funny and then I was like, I can't really. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really think of anything funny. So I'll just do. Why?
1: Why would I need therapy when I have you?
0: Oh, that's so nice. I could never be a therapist, but I would like, but I love Ah, talking people through things.
1: Same. Do you have any more? Yes. Okay, cool. Good. (laughs)
0: Do you want one? Do you want one that's sort of mundane or do you want a recurring one? Do you want a mundane one that happened recently or do you want Mm -hmm. a recurring one that I've had since childhood? Give me the mundane one first. Okay. I in the dream I was sitting in bed watching a show and then I recognized the actor it's just the back of his head he's got messy hair he's wearing um pretty almost rags it's he's filthy it's like a war torn bombed country or something but I recognized this actor and I mm-hmm. said I know that guy I know that guy and then I turned to Michael and mm-hmm. I say is that John Barinholtz? I'm pretty sure is- that's John Baronholtz. and he turns around so the person whose point of view we're at taps the person on the shoulder he turns around and it is him and I say oh it's interesting to see him in a serious role because he usually because I'm used to seeing him in comedies so I get on IMDB and I look up what else he's in and I see that he's in six episodes of the thing that we're watching and then I say oh good he's in six and then that's it I wake up
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love that. Um, Jace. Yes. How do you spell this man's name? Because I don't know who he is. I need to Google him. J O N
0: B A R I N. B A R, yep. B A R I N. B A R. Uh huh. H O L T Z.
1: Ah, he's got a big face. What? He's got a real big face. Oh, I know his brother. Oh, yeah. His brother's eye. I I know. I know Ike Barinholtz, Uh, John Barinholtz. He's got a real big face. I'm attracted to him. Of course you are.
0: Because he plays an absolute fucking idiot in Superstore, so I'm into it.
1: Well, he's got a big face. Um, (laughs) That's all I can say about this man is that he's got a big face. I'm sorry. He's Um, hot. Leave me alone. uh, Good jawline. (laughs) There's just a lot Uh, of it.
0: You know that this is analysing my dreams and not analysing... Men?
1: Um, no, but I'm analyzing the men in your dreams. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Go for it.
1: Uh, big face. Google anyway, images doesn't do um, justice. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he's lovely. Um, well, I, I like that one's hard to like analyze <laughs> because again, like you said, it's just kind of a mundane thing. It's one of those ones where you wake up and you're like, oh, that wasn't actually happening. Exactly. That wasn't a real real. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, You don't have to analyze that one if you don't want to. My analysis is that he's got a big face and you want to (laughs) fuck him. Okay. Next. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because
0: I use IMDb every second of the day pretty much. And I'm pretty good at
1: guessing where people are from. And I think that just manifested in my dream. No, I... I do that a lot as well. I do that a lot as well. I have like IMDb and Wikipedia are two of the yes. most visited. Me too. Websites I, in my phone. I wish there. I wish you could do a count for how many
0: times you've visited mm,
1: uh, mm, a, a website.
0: Is that possible to count? Mm, because I'm pretty sure it would be a lot. I don't.
1: <laughs> no. I don't want to. You're thinking dirty now, um, and I'm. I look. I don't want to I don't want to know how much I've been on Wattpad. Okay. I just don't need to know that. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Give me another one. So this was part of the big block of dreams that I had the other night. Uh, I forget what, where in the order this was. Mm hmm. Um, but it was that big block of dreams that included Matthew Gray Goobler and me being on the plane. Yeah. Uh, at some point in there, um, <laughs> this guy that I follow on TikTok popped up. Uh huh. Um, and he and i were dating okay um but he kept me locked upstairs like i wasn't allowed to go downstairs Ooh. and this is in my house that i this is in my house that i currently live in mm-hmm. it was like you get it was like there was a gate at the bottom of the stairs you know how like you have those gates on stairs for like babies and dogs and stuff yes it was one of it was one of those but it was the size of a full door because I'm a lot bigger than a baby or a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. And I couldn't go downstairs. Hmm. And I would just like stand on the stairs, like looking down, trying to see what he's doing. He's in the kitchen. He's making me pancakes. <laughs> 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 and I don't know why I couldn't come downstairs. Like it was really weird. Like I don't even think it was like a malicious thing. I don't think he was like being abusive or anything. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't come downstairs. Something in my dream was making that door be there and was blocking me from going downstairs. So maybe mm-hmm. my brain is saying I have subconscious blockages that are stopping me from getting what I really want, which is sexy guys making me pancakes.
0: Would you like my interpretation now? Yes, I would love that. I, I don't, would love it. I don't think it has anything to do with your subconscious telling you that you're blocking yourself from getting what you want. I think it's more that uh-huh. your subconscious is telling you that you spend too much time on TikTok and you <laughs> need to be caged so that you cannot access it anymore because it takes up too much of your time. And also, you're a big baby, so that's why it's a baby gate.
1: Wha- <laughs> wow, that was mean. That was so mean. Yay. That was extreme. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you pictures of this guy later as well. Yep, you're gonna. Do it. You're gonna be. You're going to be not shocked, but you're also going to be like, Re- really?
0: Yeah. Really? Okay. I'm going
1: to be like, yes, really. That's how I feel yes, about really. most of
0: the people that you are attracted to. And that's how what? you feel about <laughs> almost all the people that I'm attracted to. So
1: pretty much, pretty much. Um, I love, I love this for us. This is great. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, all right. Go on. Your, your recurring one, yes.
0: I've had this dream since I was a kid, and I know that it's because I really loved the Jurassic Park movies, so that's where that, this sort of thing has come from. But I have this recurring dream where it's me and my family, we're in a restaurant, but there's no one else around. It's just the one long table, and it's me, my parents, my brother, my two cousins, my auntie, and, we're, and my grandma. Mm-hmm. We're having a meal there and then the table starts shaking and then there's big footstep sounds and we go over to the window to have a look and the window the building it's we're high up and the whole side of the building is just glass and so we go and have a look and there's a massive t-rex stomping over towards us and we're freaking out oh my god and so the t-rex sort of looks into the window And I'm grabbing my cousins. I don't know what happened to the parents. They left. And so I'm grabbing my cousins and I'm like, quick, quick in here. So before the T-Rex can see us and I'm, we're running towards the toilets. And then my little cousin, he was about in the dream. He was probably about nine and I was a little bit, oh, Mm. he was probably more like six. And I was a bit, I was probably about 12 or something like that. And I'm like, quick, everyone into the toilets. And then he's like, no, no. And he's pulling back. And I'm like, come on, we don't want the, you know, if it can't see us, then it will leave us alone. We need to hide. This whole building is glass. The only way we can hide is if we go into the toilets. And he's pulling against me going, no, I'm not going in there. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, that's the girls' toilets. I'm not going into the girls' toilets. And so it's me trying to drag him into the girls' toilets to try and save him from being spotted and eaten by a T-Rex, but him mm. refusing to go in and I've never finished the dream. So I don't know what happens.
1: Holy shit.
0: Fuck. I don't know how to
1: interpret this one. Um, Do you, do you have some, do you have like a bit of a protector complex? You know me. Like you need to, what do you think? You need to protect people. You need to mother them a little bit. What do perhaps? you think? <laughs> I, yeah. Um, uh, so I think I think it's partially that. I also think dinosaurs, yeah. Jurassic Park, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Oh You're no! You're having dreams about Jeff Goldblum again. It's come back. Full also, circle. notice how Jeff. Also, notice how Jeff Goldblum themes oh. keep popping up in dreams about your family. You should really look into that. Oh, <laughs> Jace, was <That's> bit <laughs> fucked? Okay, oh. I really want you to like take a step back and take a look at yourself.
0: Oh, God, I'm going to have a lot of self-reflection to do
1: after we finish recording. Who needs therapy when you've got making this podcast? (laughs) Oh, You know, in therapy, when you
0: don't talk about things and you finally do and then you uncover stuff that you've Mm. buried, but that just makes your mental health worse. Yeah, it's got to get worse before it gets better. Yep. That's this. That's, that's what's this. happening right fucking now.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, babe, that's what's been happening for the last fifteen episodes. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we're on fifteen. I know that's ridiculous. We we have fun here. We have fun here. We do. On do you still like me? Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, my last dream is one that I had last night. Yep. Last Ooh, night. Okay. Let's do you, it. You can hear me flicking through my notebook. Um. I had a dream that I was in a video game. It was like a shitty life sim type video game. Mm-hmm. And, but it wouldn't let me customize my character. So it wouldn't let me change my clothes. So I was, I was Ooh. wearing a dressing gown and pajama pants, um, which to be fair is what I wear at mm-hmm. home a lot of the time anyway. So that's pretty true to life. Um, and in this dream, I had a dog. I had a Labrador named Sparky. Beautiful dog. Um Do not tell me something happens to this dog. Well, nothing nothing overly bad happens to the dog, but she keeps running away. Like she keeps getting out. Okay. Um, and then I keep going on like this frantic search around the neighborhood. Also keep in mind I'm in a video game. Yeah. Like I'm in a video game in this. I keep going searching for her around the neighborhood, and I've got her leash in my hand. Um, cause like, you know, I'm thinking that maybe if she sees me with the leash, she'd be like, Oh, walkies, Mm. um, and run back over to me. Um, and I'm running around, I'm asking people where she is and the game keeps reloading. So I keep going back to the start. Uh. So, and there's a few times where like, I'll see her. And then the game will reload and I'll be back at my house and I have to go out and look for the dog again. Fuck. Yeah. And it was just that over and over and over and over like different small differences in each kind of like loop. But that was the basic gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, have fun with that one. (laughs) Isn't it weird how
0: in dreams we're just, our brain says you're in a video game and we're just like, okay, it's, there's never, sometimes there's not anything that indicates that you are, but yeah, your brain just tells you that's what's happening and you just
1: take it. Oh no, 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 no. Like everything was like, looked like a PlayStation 2 game. Whoa. Like it actually looked like that. I looked like that when I looked in the mirror. Okay. Isn't that wild that my brain did that? That is – you should write a film. I I might. (laughs) You should because that would be cool. I would watch that movie. Okay, Um, cool. (laughs) I would get the people that like worked on um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas to like animate it. Yes. Yes, like, that's, that's exactly what I was that's, thinking. That's the kind of graphics I'm talking. It's like that, le- honestly, the golden age. That's golden exactly age. what I was oh, thinking oh. when you
0: said everything looked like it. I was actually thinking that and Lara Croft because as we yes. all know, you love Lara, Lara Croft. Lara Croft.
1: Yep, you love a big pointy <laughs> boot.
0: Yep. I think the fact that you couldn't change clothes is referencing that you feel stuck you feel stuck in either a situation or just sort of stuck within yourself. I think it also means that you should always dress up because when you die, you're a ghost and you have to wear the same clothes all the time. So I think that's a warning that you need to look fabulous at all times, lest you die and then you have to live in those uh, radio pajamas forever. Fuck, you're right. I think that... Your dog running away is your sanity running away from you and sometimes you can just grasp it and it's right there but then you make a massive leap backwards and you start all over again and you just do that forever and ever until you die.
1: Shit. (laughs) (laughs) How are we this insightful when we're talking about people other than ourselves? (laughs) Like how does that work? Like I look at my own problems and I go, oh, I don't yeah. know, I have a handbrain. I can't fucking figure anything out. <laughs> and then someone else will tell me their shit, and I'll be like, this is what this means, and this is what you should do. Exactly the what's same for me. Help you, like why? I can't sort my own shit out to save
0: my life, why but I'm good in someone fuck. else's crisis.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's the mum friend override. Yeah like it overrides your own anxiety and you just become what mm-hmm. the other person needs.
0: Like I was telling my therapist the other week, I was like I panic if I have to ask for something, like if I'm hmm. at if I'm if I'm out and I I want tomato sauce to go with my chips or whatever. I won't go hmm. up to the desk and I won't bother anyone. I'll just sit there and suck it up and I'll be like, "Oh, I can't. I don't want to be a bother." I didn't, you know, but if my friend's like oh some tomato sauce would be good to go with this I'll be like right here we go I'm going and then I'll go up and I'll be like this is for this person and I'm gonna do this for them and I can do it if it's for someone else but if it's for me I can't do it
1: yeah I have the exact same thing exact same thing
0: my therapist told me that I should think of myself as a person separate to me so when I have that
1: blockage that's literally what I was about to say yeah (laughs) is that you my therapist look oh you got me you
0: caught me you do a really good voice (laughs) I didn't know you could do impressions that well I didn't even know it was you yeah look I'm just really talented um and sexy and to act like you didn't already know everything that I was telling you that's yeah I'm just you're so good at that I'm a prodigy
1: what can I say (laughs) I'm <laughs> fucking brilliant at this shit.
0: I feel punked like at the end my therapist is just gonna be like psych <laughs> It's real <What's> <sighs> This one, this stream you don't have to analyze, but I because I'm pretty sure I know I know what it means. Okay, but I was just going through my Twitter, I searched my Twitter for dream because I used oh. to upload all of my dreams. But the problem is I used to, I used to write them in notes as as soon as I woke up and then I just Mm. post the screenshots. So a lot of it doesn't come up, but I found a tweet from 2019 that says, just woke up from a dream upset because in it, a woman on the train called me Lechetina, a combination of leche, which is milk in Spanish and Latina. Mm. Um, My brain really honing in on my white passing worries there. And also how has it still managed to make ripper puns in my sleep?
1: Wow. I love that. Holy shit. And
0: there is actually more to it. It says, for context, I was on the train with my dad, auntie, and grandma. Mm. They were all darker than me. And the woman was across from me and also darker Latina. And she said, are you Latina? And I said, yes. And she glared and said, more like Tina. And I genuinely felt so hurt. Wow. And then I followed that up with also George Costanza was my uncle. But if (laughs) anything, that complicates things. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. Wow. Well, I mean, like, that one is, like, um... Very self-explanatory. Yeah, very self-explanatory. You have complicated feelings about your relationship to your racial identity.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) But can we talk about how George Costanza was my uncle?
1: Why is George Costanza your uncle?
0: I have no idea, because as we discussed, neither of us watched Seinfeld. Wow. And it wasn't Jason Alexander, it was George Costanza. George
1: Costanza. Wow. Wow. Um, I found a tweet that you made. Ooh! What is it? <laughs> um, okay. This is from uh, December last year. Okay. In my dream last night, Judge Judy had started her own cookie business and there was a <gasps> pop-up, but it was yes! closed. And she had one of her people tell me and Remancel to wait because she wanted to meet us, but she wanted it to be special, so she oh wanted to God. finish cleaning first. And then ri was tweeting photos of their head on sexy alien bodies to prove they what? didn't have an alien head like some <laughs> girl told them they did and was asking everyone to also post photos of their what? head on alien bodies so they could send them to this girl for proof, and then I told Ree that I was the modern day Zelda Fitzgerald because I too was unhinged, unappreciated, and talented. And then I woke up before we could meet Judge Judy or prove Ree didn't have an alien head. No justice. Oh my god, I remember that now. Jace <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god. What the fuck, Jace? Why oh am I a sexy alien? <laughs> Why am I a sexy alien?
0: Um, you're not, I think that's what we established, right? You were, you were proving that you weren't?
1: I mean, possibly, but... (laughs) What? Ah!
0: And I'm pretty sure in my, because it's all coming back to me now, I'd completely forgotten about it. Mm. It was, it was, (laughs) it was like typical green, little green man alien, but tall Mm. and slender with like hips and a booty. <laughs> wow. But also, judge Judy, I know you're judge listening. Judy, we uh, know you're you listening. can have that idea for a cookie business.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, that would be great. I remember actually one dream that I had that turned into people telling me to pitch it to Netflix yeah. was I had a dream that I created a television show called The Last Dip or something like that, and it mm-hmm. was a cooking show where Everyone had to make dips for obviously for parties and stuff, but so think sort of Great British Bake Off where the tables are lined up like that. But it's but dips. it's dips. Everyone's making yep. dips. And it's more like a cross between nailed it and Great British Bake Off. And Wow. Okay. The person whose dip is the least popular with the judges uh-huh. has to gets eliminated. And then the judges would say your dip is the least popular. It's time to dip, and so that would be like the person had to leave. And then oh, I was just gonna say. And then they time had to, to do dip. the most we got interesting fuck a... walk out. And if they impressed the judges with their way they dipped out of the competition, then they could come back for a wild card.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find those tweets. Actually, wow. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That's incredible. <laughs> Holy shit. I need this show to be real so badly. I need this to be real.
0: I really oh hope that God. I wrote about this on Twitter because there's so many details that I can't remember. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 6th of February to 2020. Had a dream that I created slash produced a Netflix special called Perfect Dip where the contestant's contested- contestants compete to create the best party snack food and if they're eliminated they have to leave in a memorable way if their dip out of the comp is the most popular they come back as a wild card (laughs) holy shit and then i followed that up with it was so clever that i woke up like five times to question whether i made it up or if someone tweeted this idea yesterday and my brain held onto it i'm still unsure
1: (laughs) we got a picture to netflix i have no idea we got a picture to netflix
0: we got to. That is a show that I would watch. That is a
1: show you would watch. We got to pitch this.
0: I'm pretty sure the hosts were like Ron Funches. Ooh, yes. And oh, there was other people, but I seem to remember Ron Funches being one of the the judges. He needs
1: to be there. Yes. Ron, we
0: Holy know you're listening. Are you on board with this?
1: Ron, we know you're listening. <laughs> um, Look, we're going to pitch this Netflix show. We need you on board. Um... Yeah, fuck. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. I don't think I don't think we can top Perfect Dip. <laughs> I think I should write it and pitch I don't think, it. I think you should. I think you should.
0: Who else should judge? Um, we need to pick. You can help me right now. We can pick a judge and a
1: host. Okay. More judges and a host. So we got Ron Funches. Uh huh. Um, I think one of the judges should be Manny Jacinto.
0: Yep. Um, how about every week we have a special? Guest judge on as well, so we have our main panel of judges and our host. You gotta have guest judges. I want as a guest judge Andrew Santino mm-hmm. and um, Bobby Lee. Of course you fucking do. I think that would be hilarious. Of course you
1: fucking excuse do. me. Sim-
0: hey. Yeah. <laughs> do
1: you have something to say? Say it louder. All I'm saying, Jace, is that yes. I, I know I can tell. When you are, uh, when you have a crush on someone, I can tell when you have a crush on someone, um, here we go because of the way that you talk about them to me. So I'm just going (laughs) to leave it at that. I'm not sure if it is a crush crush. I think it's just,
0: I really think they're funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Funny people are hot. Funny people are really hot. Mm -hmm. I I feel like, yeah, I definitely, the only one that I know hundred percent for sure is I want Manny Jacinto there. I just want him there.
0: Yeah. He deserves right. to be that. Ron Funches, Manny Jacinto. Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee, definitely. I think he would be amazing. But Uh-huh. Maybe Bobby Lee can be one of the permanent judges and Andrew Santino can come on as a guest judge. That would be cute. <laughs> maybe Bobby's Bobby's girlfriend Kalila. she's yeah. gorgeous and hilarious. So maybe like she can be a yeah. guest as well one of the times. I love it. Yeah. We need people other than Men. Uh, me. As well. Well, the host. Me. The host.
1: Uh, me. You. Yeah, me.
0: You can be my co-producer. Yeah, and
1: the host. We can't no, host it. No, I can it. host. We can't, no, no. I can host it. It's. This is my <laughs> production.
0: If anyone's going to be the host here, it's going to be then me. we host it together. <sighs> we'll be the ant and deck of, of the... <laughs> Is that a? Oh no,
1: I was gonna. I was gonna say Mel and Sue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. there we go. All right, you and I can host it. Mm-hmm. We have guest judges. Guest judges every yep. so often. We've got three permanent judges. Who else? I reckon four judges. Or oh, should we have four or five? I know that's a lot of judges, but I feel like Perfect Dip has to have a party vibe. Jace, that's a lot. Of has judges. to have a party vibe. That's
1: Jace, that's a lot of judges.
0: I think it's a lot of hosts. <laughs>
1: All right. Why don't okay. We- okay. We're go- okay. I. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to pare it down significantly. I feel like we're gonna have to have a meeting about this. Um, Ron
0: Funches has to stay because he was Ron actually Funches in. Has I'm pretty to sure stay. he was in the dream. I really want Bobby Bobby Lee to be a be a judge as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We need to have a production meeting about this. We need to. We need to get this perfect. We need to get this pitched Netflix. Yep. I don't want Linda involved. Uh, Linda's.
0: You know, Linda would just say that it was her idea.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't want Linda involved. I think for the good of just keeping this away from Linda. Mm-hmm. I think we have a separate meeting about this because All right. Without I, I I, am worried about putting our ideas out there and them getting stolen. from Lin- By Linda. By Linda, by anyone that listens to this podcast, really. I Look, they're going to steal our pitch, Jace. It's going to happen. Damn it. Plagiarism is rife. We are just
0: giving the people things for free. You have me worried that people are going to steal this.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's part of the bit. It's part of the bit. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, stay in character all the time. Fuck, okay, okay. All right, look. <laughs>
1: all right, look. Um, I've worked with these entertainment bigwigs before. Okay, mm-hmm. we really need to keep this under wraps. Right, yeah. They're going to... They get kind of intense about Mm -hmm. things and they're going to suggest a lot of changes. Yeah. We need to be able to roll with that because they're going to suggest a lot of changes. They're going to be like, can we make Ron Funches white? Uh, Look, no, not going to happen. We can't make him white. They're going to want our whole
0: panel to be in whiteface.
1: Yeah. The only person, the only person on this show that's going to be in whiteface is me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because that's just the shade of makeup that it's I have just to your wear. Face. That's just what my face looks like. <laughs> I just have to wear white foundation. Um, so look, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to push really hard, we're gonna have to fight really hard for what we want. Mm-hmm. But what we need to do is we need to overshoot. Yep. They're gonna tell us to rein it back mm-hmm. if we do this right and we overshoot just enough the point to where they want us to rein it back to is going to be where we actually want it. They'll make us rein it right back to our vision. Mm-hmm, exactly.
0: This is why exactly. we need five judges. This
1: is why we So that need five when they judges. say there's
0: too many, we can cut a couple.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then we'll get three, which I think is a good number. I know we want a mm-hmm. party vibe, but I think three is a perfect number for judges. I think we should have some women on the show. We do need some women on the show. Um... Okay, women, women, <laughs> women. <laughs> Name a woman. <laughs> the problem with, for me, the problem with trying to think of a woman is I like all the women. Mm-mm. Men, yeah. it's so much easier to be like, oh, this is a man I like because I, I only like a hand I only like a handful exactly. of them. I know on this show exactly. it seems like a, a lot, um, but I promise you. <laughs> Mm. What about we replace Bobby Lee
0: with his girlfriend, Kalilah. Uh-huh. That way we're still keeping it on the same vibe. And uh-huh. then Bobby can come in as
1: a guest judge sometimes. Okay. Yep. Cool. That's fresh. I like it. Give, give me some mm-hmm. more. Throw, throw some more at me. Pretend I'm the exec here. Throw some more at me.
0: Let me just Google women. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who
0: is women? Would you rather... Oh, no. I was going to say... Would you rather be a host or a judge because... Host. Obviously, you've got to be a host. Host. Because also with all of the food aversions and things like that... I'm not eating. Eat ...everything.
1: I'm not eating. I'm showing up in sparkly pants. So I have to be the host. The host. One of the hosts. Yes, thank you. Oh, fine. Yeah, Okay
0: i'm so tired and so sick that i've completely lost it in this yeah, bit. me, me too
1: me too i don't know where we're going with it <laughs> anyway point is this is gonna be fun oh my god let's pitch it okay we're pitching it we're pitching it come in Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, uh, really good. Thanks. Uh, my name is Jace, and this is my associate, Ree. We're here
1: to pitch for you. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Mr. Netflix. Nice to meet Hi, you. I'm Mr.
0: Netflix. I've heard a lot about Hi you. There.
1: Oh, stop. You do flatter me. Anyway, how can I help you today?
0: We have a show that we would like to pitch for you today. It is a reality show along the lines of mm-hmm. Nailed It and great british bake-off if you combined the two you would get perfect dip
1: Ooh, okay
0: now tell me when you think of getting food for a party what are the main foods that you think of getting uh i'm thinking like apart from cocaine like this s- to netflix Ah, oh, fuck
1: yeah okay oh that only gives me a few choices because it would be mostly cocaine mm-hmm.
0: um
1: I mean, I guess, like, you want to make sure there's some soda there. You want to make sure there's, like, some just, like, really, like, snackable foods. We love snackable foods here at Netflix. Maybe, like, some chips. What would you put those chips in? Cocaine. If you needed
0: a little bit more.
1: Cocaine. Other than
0: cocaine, what would you put your chips in? Oh,
1: ooh, ooh. That's really difficult because it would be cocaine. Um, yes, I know. I mean maybe like maybe like a guacamole type situation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a maybe like a hummus. Those things
0: that you just mentioned there are colloquial mm-hmm. colloquially known as dips. Because you dip your chips or your crackers into them. Our concept here is what if there was a television show where the only thing that people made was party food?
1: Well, Okay, that does sound a lot like Breaking Bad, though. Like there already is a show about making meth, so I'm not really sure how a show about making cocaine would go down. Party food, not not party drugs. I know that. Oh, it's, I know oh, that it's oh. a bit.
0: Oh. Yep. yep. those things are very close together. Yep. We, yeah, we realized that together, legally yeah. you couldn't make yep. a show about making drugs because you'd have no, the police knocking down no. your door, and you know what fun suckers they are. Oh, more than you than usual. know what they're like. Oh yeah, fuck them! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the dips yeah. that you mentioned, the guacamole, the hummus, this is the, these are the kinds of things that people would be making, and they would be competing against each other okay. to make the perfect dip. All right. Therefore, we've created a television show called The
1: Perfect Dip. Ah, all
0: right, okay. Yeah, you're, you're making you're making dips. We're making dips. We're not. We're watching okay. other people make dips. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it comically wrong. Oh.
1: I do love when things go comically wrong. That's very oh, funny. Don't we all? It uh, is very funny.
0: Hence the comically
1: in wrong. The oh. only thing the only thing funnier is when people fall over. That's true. And you know what? We could even add a little bit of that to the show. Oh this is sounding good. This is sounding good. Alright. The concept is this. Yeah. Alright, go on. Four workstations
0: set up. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. in the front, two in the back. Yep. Four contestants. The basic setup of the show is one person at each bench and they're all competing with each other to make the perfect dip. Now, yeah, okay. this can be anything that they want or you could even set some challenges. So the perfect vegetarian dip, the perfect drug-laced dip. I know you'd be interested in that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Would it be cocaine?
0: Of course it would be cocaine, sir. Oh, Mr. good, Netflix, sir. good.
1: The Good. most creative um, ways to add cocaine, yeah,
0: I, to make I love things it. a little
1: harder. We can mm-hmm. even
0: have party crashes. Oh, now what the party crashes are is people that come in and distract the contestants, either by acting or being drunk, being on cocaine, maybe even spiking their little the dip concoctions with things.
1: Yeah, okay, that makes it All a right. lot
0: harder for the people to make the things. Okay, and um, now the yeah. panel of judges. Mm. Yes, questions. When do they fall over? Well. If you like we can uh trip them over for whenever you like them to okay. fall over. We can make that happen.
1: Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, all right, we can make that happen. Good. Good good to hear. Good to hear. All right, go on. The party crashers can
0: can do things like break eggs on the floor so that the contestants will slip over on the eggs.
1: Oh. Oh, I love that. That's like Looney Tunes. I love that. That sounds great. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so who, who are our judges? Who are you thinking for the judges?
0: Okay. I'm thinking Ron Funches. That's a good choice. Yeah. I'm thinking Manny Jacinto.
1: Oh, Just he's chucking some se- names out there. He's very sexy. Um, Bobby Lee.
0: Yep. Yep. Great. Yep. Great. Sounds good. You gotta have the eye candy. Yep. Kalilah, Bobby's beautiful girlfriend, who is also very funny. Anyone you want. Who, if you could have any judge for this show in the world, who would it be?
1: <sighs> and I can't say cocaine, can I?
0: You can't say cocaine.
1: I can't fuck. Um. Well, I. I mean, like, I feel like what. What we try to do is we try to like incorporate people from our Netflix originals. So <laughs> probably the cast of Riverdale. Yep. We can have um. What's her name? Yeah. Betty, the one who plays Betty. Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. On yeah. 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 Great. Love it. The, the Love one it. of the little kids from Stranger Things. Any oh, one of on them. Cocaine. Pick, Love on cocaine. On cocaine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know why I'm Australian when I own Netflix. <laughs> you own Netflix. You can be whatever you want. I just, I, just, uh, I just neglected to do an accent when you walked through the door and I got stuck in this bit. You've been watching um, Netflix all right, Australia, okay. haven't you, sir? Oh, look, maybe, maybe. I do love those Auntie Donna boys. Well, why don't we They're have the Auntie good.
0: Donna boys on?
1: Oh, there we go. That's great. How about, yeah. here's
0: this for the pitch, the party crashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. be the boys from Annie Donna.
1: Oh, perfect. I love it. So That'll they go come in and cause really chaos. Well with, the, with the Australian market.
0: <laughs> yep. It's hosted, yep. of course, by myself and my wonderful associate here. We will host it together. We're not selling it if we're not hosting it.
1: Yeah, your associates are very quiet. They haven't really said much. Uh, are they okay? I I don't let them talk. They're not allowed right. until I say so. Right. They're just here to look pretty. okay. Well, they are very pretty, probably the prettiest person I've ever like seen. Do you like these my... pants? They're, they're, they're really sparkly. Yeah, I love that. That's that's very eye-catching.
0: The way the sequins catch the light is just... Yeah. That would look really good on television as well. Yeah, no,
1: I think it would. T- do, do a spin, re Do a spin. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yep, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Right. I've somehow gotten more Australian. four. Um... <laughs> 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 Oh, Mr. Netflix.
0: <laughs> so, Mr. Netflix, yep. Yep. when someone gets eliminated uh-huh. and they leave, yep. they have to leave in a memorable way. They have to do the perfect dip as they're dipping out of the competition. Awesome. And then at the end of the season, <sighs> yeah. people That's get brilliant. to vote. Yeah on who left on the most memorable and interesting way. So maybe someone does a backflip. Maybe someone strips off and runs naked. Maybe someone does a massive line of cocaine on their way out
1: the door. We don't know. I'd vote for them. That's who I'd vote for.
0: And whoever's the most popular gets to come back as a wild card in the finale. So they get to skip all, everything. They get to skip it all and go to the end.
1: Right, right. So not only do they have to make the perfect dip, they have to mm-hmm. make the perfect dip. Exactly. Now you're getting uh, it. I you're get, a smart I get man,
0: Mister Netflix.
1: <laughs> oh, I try my best, thank you. Thank you. And handsome
0: too, might I add. Oh, thank and you. And you know what? I hardly noticed the cocaine all over your nose and your shirt.
1: <laughs> that's that's why I wear a, that's why I wear a white shirt. <laughs> 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 I'm keeping it together. I'm sorry, so, I've had too much. I've had too much cocaine today. I'm sorry, can't quite keep it together today. I'm trying my best. Ignore the so blood, please. So, what do you please. think, sir? Um, I think that's great. Let's do it. That sound that Fuck sounds yeah. wonderful. Um, my only my only issues. Yeah. Um, more white people, please. Just just a couple more. Is it okay if we keep our panel of people of color and just put
0: them in white face, la white chicks? Is that okay? Um. <laughs>
1: Uh, Do you have enough cocaine?
0: Yeah, I think if we cover just their dip them in
1: cocaine before we start, that should be mm-hmm. fine. Um, now,
0: um, now yeah. Bobby Lee is actually sober. He's in recovery. He uh-huh. does the 12-step meetings. Is that going to be a problem?
1: Uh, it should be fine. We can dip him in flour.
0: Okay, perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's my Beautiful. that's my first condition. Yep. Um, my second condition, your mate there has to suck my knob.
0: Well, that's up to them. Bri,
1: they look pretty keen. I'll allow you to they look, speak. They look pretty keen. I'll allow
0: you to speak just this once. Yes or no?
1: Um,
0: yeah, okay. That sure. That's not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, okay. Sure is not a uh, good enough. Yes, I can't take that as consent. I'm afraid you have to. Yes, I'll su- mean it if you mean it.
1: <laughs> yes, I'll suck his dick.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll do it.
1: All right. Cut it, print it, check the gate, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck fucking is- hell? Ja-
0: <gasps> You're the one that brought dick sucking into it. Who are we?
1: And what have we done? <laughs> Too much of this shit, whatever I it is. I don't I don't know where that came from. I'm deeply ashamed of myself. It's like I transformed into an entirely different person. <laughs> It's called um, acting, baby. It's called it's called acting and shame. <coughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll see what we can salvage from that <laughs> in the edit. Oh, it's
0: going to be so fun to edit. <laughs> I really am. My excuse here is I am so sick. I don't know if if you can tell by my voice, but. Mm. I am. Yeah, it's yeah. not that cold tonight, but I'm in socks. I'm in long pants, yeah. and I'm in my old high school yeah. jersey. And I am. <clears throat> I have a sinus headache, and I just feel like absolute crap. Yeah. So I feel like maybe I might have a fever. <laughs> I really do.
1: I think I have a fever. <laughs> so you you have a fever, and you're on pain meds. Yeah. And I need to mirror people because I have a personality <laughs> disorder. So when you get loopy. <laughs> I just take it and I run with it. And I feel like the other way around as well. Yeah. Um,
0: yep.
1: So sometime, sometimes we drag out bits that- Way too long. Uh, way too long. And look,
0: whatever you're hearing now, I can almost guarantee you that it was twice as long. And I've taken a lot out because we just fucking went off the rails. And just entertained only
1: ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that was entertaining to us and us only. But I'm sure Jace can do something with it because Jace is very talented. And <laughs> Jace, I'll is, try my best. Jace is the 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 lifeblood of this podcast. Aww. Jace is the lifeblood. Um, you know, like you're you're the beating heart. I'm the cocaine nosebleed. <clears throat> I think this is a good place to end. So, Re, Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, Jace. Yes. Even though I seem to subconsciously have these weird dreams about Jeff Goldblum Fuck and I led us into a very strange bit consisting of you being a Netflix exec, exec <laughs> with a cocaine habit.
1: Yep. Yeah. Do do you still like me? I do. I do. And thank God. And you know what? Even if even if um, there's gonna there's gonna be a lot cut out of this. We've been going for nearly two hours. <laughs> this is the longest recording session we have ever had. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I do still like you. I still like you very much because thank this you. is this is fucking insane. Um, Jace, <laughs> even though yes. I am plagued by dreams of a man who wants my feet. Oh, God. Do you still like me? (laughs) Look,
0: even though you dream about Quentin Tarantino, yes, I do still like you. No! (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Fuck.